0: Welcome to the Maven's Do It Better podcast. And now, your host,
1: Heather Newman. Hey, everyone. Super excited about today's guest. We have on Haley Field who is so fun to talk to. She is the founder and head chef of Home Cooked. She's a personal chef. She is a speaker, an MC for healthy dinners in Los Angeles, all kinds of great, you know, when before COVID, when we were doing all the in-person uh, food events, she has been at so many of those. She's also been on the Food Network. And uh, she's also... CEO of Wisps, and that CEO stands for Cheese Executive Officer, and we talk about how that happened... And she has an awesome Instagram account that I love following. She's there at She Can Help You. And uh, it's really fun to follow her. And she also has a great history um, back in uh, hosting quizzes. And so we'll talk a little bit about that too. So we have a really interesting conversation uh, that spans from sort of pre-COVID when we met and then sort of what's been happening since then. And uh, she's also about to uh, get her pilot for Home Cooked uh, finished into the finish line. So really excited to have Haley on the show. I hope you all enjoy it. Hello, everyone. Here we are again for another episode of the Maven's Do It Better podcast, where we interview extraordinary experts who bring a light to our world. And we have one of those lights right here with us, Miss Haley Field. How are you?
0: Hello, Heather. (laughs) Happy to be with you today. Happy to be catching up.
1: I know. It's been a while. Yeah. It's nice to reconnect with you. Yeah, absolutely. So, gosh, Haley and I met, uh, well, it's our friend Mary Jane. That's right. We yeah.
0: married Jane two years ago now. Yeah, I something think like something that. Something like
1: that. Yeah. You came bearing yummy food.
0: Yes. Yeah. <laughs> as I as I want to do. My reputation does precede me Yes. Not,
1: respect. Yeah, not a shocker. So everybody, no. Haley uh, is a home chef. Uh, she's got all kinds of wonderful things going on. And then with COVID, has had things sort of not go on like all of us and so we talk about a little bit about that today too but um you have a couple you have a business and you do lots of podcasts and you've got things going on online and so um what's and and also wisps right also
0: wisps. I should I feel bad I don't have like a bag of wisps right here to be like I have like a pineapple I pineapple perrier spokesperson um for real wisps and pineapple but no I no, wish I was like what I wish oh my god I'm like just my next contract
1: right mm. hmm. excuse me it, Perry, is, eh? it is
0: delicious however so you know non-spawn but yeah open
1: oh my goodness that's hilarious so <laughs> yeah so I mean gosh we met a couple years ago and we and you brought um uh some beautiful donuts to my place One time, not (laughs) for me to try. So, Haley's always got sidecar. That's right, and you've always got kind of the line on that. So, so let's let's go backwards. So, are you where are you from? Are you from here? Where are you from? I'm
0: not from, my parents are native. So both my okay. parents are native Angelinos. I still have a lot of family here. My Got dad it. lives back here now gotcha. and some of my relatives. Uh, I'm from the Philadelphia area. I grew up that's in the right. Philadelphia suburbs and uh, that's where my parents raised our whole family. Uh, they ended up on the East coast. They lived in England right before I was born, ended okay. up on the East coast for my dad's work. And uh, that's where I grew up.
1: Wow. Okay. And now. East coaster. But uh, yeah, I mean, I'm with a Mid- Cat,
0: with LA roots.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I gotcha. Yeah. I'm a Midwesterner who just, I don't know, fell in love with the West coast and I haven't left. So, you know, yeah. what are you going to yeah, do? I've right? been on the
0: West coast for, I lived up in the Bay area in Oakland for many years prior to okay. living here in LA. So right. now I've been on the West coast for almost 12 years now.
1: Okay. Gotcha. Yeah. So the love of food, the cooking and all of that, where does, where did that whole thing start? Where was that origin story, if you will?
0: Yes, that comes from my mom. My mom is a really good cook. She's a really good intuitive cook, a good intuitive seasoner, which is Mm -hmm. so important. And I'm just lucky to have absorbed that from her. (laughs) Um, So I started cooking at a a really young age. I started cooking actual meals at about 10. Before that, it was just kind of helping my mom, experimenting and uh, all that stuff. And, um, you know, she's not a fancy chef, but she's, you know, that kind of perfect home cook uh, (laughs) to be punny. Um, She's that perfect (laughs) home cook who really understands how to make food that just tastes delicious and right. uh, incorporates a lot of different fun ingredients, and um, I definitely learned from her. So my passion for cooking started very early, um, and I don't know how exactly I was so drawn to it. It was just a natural affinity, and I was just always drawn to it, and, uh, you know, we didn't eat out a lot when I was growing up, so there was mm. a lot of cooking going on, and yeah. and I just loved it as uh, as I started cooking from the joy of cooking, the seminal ah,
1: work. Yes, the seminal work. Yes. Marvelous, yeah. Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm the red uh ribbon bookmark oh right for sure, sure started started cooking out of that uh yeah around
1: 10. my goodness yeah we had the we had that one and we had the Betty Crocker the like the uh, red yes. and red and white I guess the, the, picnic or tabley or gingham, gingham mm-hmm. big pattern yeah yeah for sure had that
0: yeah oh, that's a good one too
1: Yeah, I was I'm a little bit older than you. So I was like I had the microwave, you know, as well, the dawn of the microwave cooking. And I think the casserole was, you know, like the what is that stuff, the beef um, stroganoff in a box. Oh yeah, that was so like, popular
0: when I was a kid. I remember yeah. I had like friends parents would make that when I would go mm-hmm. to their houses. I'd be like, "Ooh, yeah. fancy." <laughs> it, was I was, fancy. Um,
1: it was fancy.
0: It was fancy. I was in the era of like when meal kits started to become popular. Like Ortega oh, sure. Taco kit was like okay. a huge big thing in the <laughs> Philly suburbs at the time. I mean, right. you know, this is the um, you know, I was born in 84, so mm-hmm. 80s and 90s right. were The international cuisine was nowhere near as prolific as it is now. Right. I didn't have uh, you know, Taco Bell was my frame of reference for Mexican food until I was maybe 20, you know, and, and that was even as someone who's curious about food. So those resources just weren't available. And not to mention the internet, not giving you, you know, every Peruvian restaurant in a 20 mile radius at your fingertips. Like you just didn't have it. You didn't (laughs) have the resources.
1: Yeah, absolutely. My
0: food exploration, uh, in that regard began a lot later in life
1: yeah sure and so you, you made the pun about home cooked and home cooking so yeah. we talk about that a little bit tell everybody what that is will you we
0: can um i yeah. started my company home cooked here in la about three years ago now uh three years ago this month actually this is being recorded february 2021 and Yay. Uh, it's a three month anniversary three month, three my god three years <laughs> of home cooked and congrats um, it's, thank you it's yeah, exciting i'm 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 happy that i'm still doing it um it it definitely started by accident you know we can yeah. get more into that if you want but uh home cooked is where i come to your house i make a meal out of what you have on hand in your fridge and pantry and mm-hmm. i don't bring anything it, it started with me kind of uh having this side project right i was working on something else i was thinking this could be a fun thing this is how i cook in my normal day-to-day life anyway right Uh, i've traveled a ton and cooked in a bunch of different kitchens i was the intimidation factor was not there in this particular regard and so it started as a side hustle thing i mean literally with like um ms word document with stickers on them that I posted on uh telephone polls. Like literally wow. it was just this kind of fun like it was a uh, um a sub page to another website I was working on okay, and that had nothing to do with food at all. And I saw it as like, Oh, this is the side hustle to my side hustle. I, right. I don't know like what <laughs> mentality I was in at the time I was it's getting true. out of working uh more traditional salaried corporate jobs right. still within the food industry yeah. but behind a desk. Yep. And I was transitioning out of that because I was completely unhappy. I was doing mm-hmm. that thing that a lot of people do where they think, Oh, well, I'll do this. And then once I get enough money or once I get enough time or once I get this, once I get that. And it was years and years of that pattern Mm -hmm. where I was like, I know I'm meant for more, but what, you know? And, (laughs) and and finally, um, I was laid off from one of those jobs and, um, I started home cooked when I was on unemployment. Mm -hmm. So it was just that drive and that need, like, okay, it's kind of now or never to, to go in this direction. Um, And um, I couldn't be more thrilled, but yeah, I do the in-home cooking. I did a lot of cooking classes, which ended Mm -hmm. up being one of my favorite things to do. I was hired for a lot of uh, events, like bonding events or team building events where everyone's learning to cook something together. Yeah. Uh, That was a lot of fun as well. And uh, right now that's all kind of on hiatus while I'm trying to figure out what life that's right. going to have after this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I don't know how that's going to unfold for me uh, after this, uh, all, you know, whatever the new normal is, the right. the key yeah. uh-huh. uh, phrase we all get to say now. Yeah. Um, right. I don't know exactly. So I, I shifted my energies toward working on the pilot, the home cook pilot, because I want to turn it right. into a TV show yeah so that was like a whole nother a whole nother avenue that that I went on as a result of starting home cooked
1: that's cool and I mean there's so many cooking shows and have been in the dawn of like celebrity I'd say chefs becoming celebrities that's different than sort of celebrity chefs which seems to be interesting coming out of COVID not it's, it's I can't even say coming out of or begin like we know when it began Right. Right. That, that's all we know. That's right it. Now. <laughs> like, I just, I'm like, I don't even know. Yeah. So, Yeah. but it's, uh, it's been interesting watching folks, uh, cook, you know, and just share it, you know? And it's like, that's yeah. been interesting.
0: It has been so fascinating for me to watch it unfold. I mean, yeah, literally within a month of everything starting in March 2020, here in LA is kind of the the marker yeah. of when it began. Right. Um. You know, famous chefs were doing uh shows exactly like mine. They were yeah. doing a home cook type thing. Uh, Alton Brown did uh one of the names I was workshopping for the show, which was Pantry Raid, which is not. <laughs> what it's called now, but right. that was what one of the things I wanted to call the show. Wow. And he started doing a YouTube channel of that. So it was absolutely wild to see mm. this whole A market that I had created in this teeny tiny little section of Los Angeles, uh, exploding on the national scene out of complete nowhere. It was very trippy. It, it took, um, it took a little bit of a creative gut punch for me because part of the drive that I had beyond the fact that I'm like, Oh my God, I found this really cool thing. I really love doing that. I connect with the part of the drive that I had was that it was so unique was that nobody else was doing it. Mm -hmm. And I was filling this niche. Right. So part of my drive was tied to that, you know, subconscious feeling of feeling special or feeling Mm. other, right? And then once that feeling completely evaporated in the beginning of the pandemic was, you know, I had people, you know, some people reaching out to me to do, like, little articles and stuff and little right. tips when it first started mm-hmm. of, you know, how to use your peanut butter in a salad dressing or, like, whatever. Right. And I was grateful to that. But then, as I said, the whole landscape completely changed. And so the whole world was doing home-cooked, essentially.
1: Right. Yeah.
0: Um. And so it was just a little bit bizarre, especially because I was supposed to shoot my pilot one week after the official lockdown began here in LA no last way. March. Yeah. That's I had right. Been, okay. You know, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Oh, I had girl. been working for about six months to get that off the ground. It wasn't affiliated with the studio or anything. It right. was just yeah. something I was getting, you know, getting ready to shoot and try and sell. Mm-hmm. And I was really excited to finally be at that point. You know, I had done some television appearances, media appearances. I had done right. some certain things related to home cooked that um, as I mentioned earlier, really set me down that path of being mm-hmm. like this is giving me this uh, larger life opportunity that I've always wanted. And now it's tied to something I actually really love and enjoy doing and I'm good at doing. Um, And, uh, you know, we had the whole crew in place. I had already done a location scout. We Mm. were it was, you know, all that messaging. I'm sure anyone on the verge of a creative project or in the middle of a creative project around that time can relate Mm -hmm. to all the messages back and forth. And this person's uncomfortable and this person, you know, we don't know how's it going to fold. And it was March 18th. That was the official lockdown began here in Los Angeles. And I was scheduled to shoot on March 25th. And um, of course we had to let it all go and it all just kind of dissolved from there. And it was, it was devastating. It yeah. was truly devastating because here I was thinking, like, I'm finally putting yeah, this yeah, on yeah. film. Like, right. this is going to start me down a different path entirely mm-hmm. in a different yeah. journey. And then it just all went, yeah. it just all went away. It yeah, really, It was really, really hard.
1: Yeah. And it, yeah, this, you've seen, like so many friends like you at it's just yeah my all my business went away gone overnight yeah the workshops the speaking engagements the you know nobody was really like wanting to do much marketing during this uh, time. <laughs> yeah.
0: No one was you know really I mean? ready like,
1: for that Yeah, Yeah. No, they're like, yeah, I think we just need to figure out how to keep the lights on. We don't need to do all yeah. this extra stuff, you know? So yeah. So I, yeah, I get it. Oh, oh yeah.
0: I mean, a week prior to that. So my official, you know, personal start date, which is going right. to a lot of people's in LA is March 13th. Because on March 12th, uh, you know, I'm at one of my day jobs. I'm getting yeah. ready to go do this. Regular, Like regular, normal home mm-hmm. things are happening. Regular right. things are happening. Yeah. And it just completely shut down. Everything I- that day got canceled. Yep. I started canceling my calendar the next day. Yep. I mean, it was just, it went from 100 to zero. Yeah. Um, and I know I'm not alone in that. I know mm-hmm. so many people oh, no. were kind yeah, of just, yeah. Left, you know, I vividly remember that Thursday, March 12th, Mm -hmm. drive. It was pouring rain. Do you remember when the pandemic started? It was like we were in a monsoon. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Totally. Yeah, absolutely. Pouring rain. I'm driving back from my day job in Century City, home. Mm -hmm. I live in Hollywood. I'm driving back home. And I'm never normally home at, like, in the before times. Right. You know, four or five in the afternoon. I'm usually right. either at a client's house or doing something. You know, I'm somewhere. Yeah. That's like
1: food and make time.
0: Exactly. That's like when <laughs> things begin for me. Right, like That's right. why I'm not yeah, really yeah. a morning person because right. my day begins at, like, two, three, four in the afternoon. You right, know? right. And so I'm driving home and I'm sitting there. I know it's pouring rain. I'm sitting there. Everything's canceled. And I'm having this, you know, overwhelming yeah. feeling of, like, yeah. things. Done. Like, there's nothing. There's nothing. Yeah. You know, it was. It was very weird. And
1: yeah, yeah, and yeah. Here
0: we are, a year later,
1: oh, yeah. nothing. <laughs> Boom. Yeah, yeah. It's very. Yeah, it's very odd. So, so that was huge in a sh- like a shift of a stoppage for you. Yeah. So. Yes. I mean reinventation and also just kind of maybe. Okay. You know. So what kind of, would you take us on the journey of kind of where, where things have like, what'd you do or where'd you pick up or how did like, you know what I mean?
0: Like it's, it's a lot. The the first couple of months I really relished in the, oh my God, I don't have to do something five times a day, every day. I just could not believe, I mean, luckily I had my health my family had their health. I wasn't in any immediate danger of financially having a problem. You know, I, as I said, I worked a day job, so I'm very lucky that I'm a self-employed person that still received unemployment, Uh, uh, because I had, uh, that sort of income prior. Mm -hmm. Um, so I was very lucky in those sort of logistical ways that everything worked out. So then I was kind of like the, the mix of the relief of I don't have to live the hustle and grind every second. And the kind of unknown of I have no creative energy, everything, literally everything I've been working towards for, you know, almost six months is completely gone. And I have no idea when I'm going to be able to do it. And not to mention now in retrospect, it's like, thank God I didn't make the pilot because it has no place in the world today. Right. Ha- having a, having a, 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 you know, a wacky cooking show where I go into someone's house without acknowledging the pandemic, like no one's buying that. I would have wasted right. all my money. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So thank God. But so I was very, very creatively barren for several months. Mm. I didn't do anything creative at all. I basically took a, life vacation so yeah. to speak i just kind of chilled in my house i didn't see a single friend at all yeah. uh, i only i saw my dad once a week my dad lives here in la i right. saw him once a week and that was the only interaction i had with anyone yeah. um and to be honest i loved it <laughs> i loved it so much it was the best part of the pandemic for me was the first four months because i was just i i had no obligations yeah. i didn't have to see anyone i didn't have to leave my house i suffered you know driving around the uh dystopian la was really cool getting takeout from restaurants that don't normally have takeout was very fun i relished in it i was like th- i'm so lucky to have this comfortable place to just exist as nothing and I hadn't done that in so many years I felt like mm-hmm. I know morbid way I felt like it was a gift True,
1: yeah I think that it's this I don't know uh the the great pause the great realization the great like, yes. like everybody has a different word for what it has meant to them or especially that beginning time to now you know it's yes. everybody's had a very different experience depending and some of it has been relief. Some of it has, was, you know, just utter devastation of like losing so much or, you know, other people because of whatever it is that they do, their businesses, like is three times what it was. Like, I mean, I've, I have conversations exactly. with, uh, you know, and, you know, all of us, I think just, you know, it's, you know you don't you know you aren't like well you know probably a hundred years ago well, pandemic is gonna come you know because yeah. it was then you know who knows right. you know you're just like it's one of those right. where you're like what
0: yeah um, it was it was just such yeah. a bizarre time and um I, I really am, uh, in a twisted way, I am grateful just personally that I was mm-hmm. able to have that because, I mean, I was running all over town every day. I was notorious for being like, oh, can't go. I have to work. Oh, right. well, I'll be there right after work. Oh, because, you know, in in mm-hmm. my industry, you're working until 10, 11 o'clock at night a lot right. of the times. Oh, yeah, sure. And so you don't have that, oh, well, I can do it after work. You're like, mm, maybe I won't because I'm so exhausted. And, right. Um. So I was grateful it was, it was such a welcome break for me. And, Mm -hmm. um, you know, I don't worry. I got plenty of pandemic <laughs> ill effects later. So uh-huh. don't, don't be jealous because I have had the whole spectrum of depressive uh-huh. episodes and hopelessness and, and, and everything that we've all experienced. I am not immune, but yeah. I am very lucky that I was immune at first. So yeah. then the summer came around and, um, the very last podcast I recorded prior to the pandemic was, mm-hmm. um, say cheese with my friend, Jeff Buck, who is a okay. comedian. Right. and cheese monger here in mm-hmm. LA. Right. And that aired like March, 2020 or something. Mm-hmm. And, um, he started tweeting about this contest for WISC, that they were having to have a representative, uh, full year to be the cheese executive officer at WISC. <laughs> and I was like, Huh. Okay. I had had them before. I had tasted them. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, this sounds kind of cool. Like, um, and shout out to Jeff because it had. If it hadn't been for him, I'm not sure I would have found out about right. the contest. Yeah. And, yeah, you know, Jeff. I wasn't. <laughs> yeah, Jeff. I wasn't like plugged into their right. socials or anything. Sure. And um, so I kind of looked into it. And it was, you know, very bare bones. It was their first time doing it. Mm -hmm. And uh, essentially it was, it was exactly that. It was a year contract to represent Wisps and be involved at, you know, how they make them tasting new uh, flavor and, Mm -hmm. you know, just generally giving out Wisps to everyone and et cetera, et cetera and uh and i'm looking at it and it was the the contest itself was was pretty uh plain it wasn't Mm -hmm. asking for like you need to do a crazy viral video or anything (laughs) it was very like write this essay about cheese with all these prompts and maybe include a video or (laughs) uh, uh pictures seriously it was so i'm like truthfully dude i am so thankful that it wasn't like pushing people towards doing something more creative because right i think it kind of was an advantage for me that i'm Mm -hmm. like i'm seeing that this is a creative opportunity in disguise that's not really touting itself as one sure sure yeah so for the show for the home cook show it wasn't Uh just going to be the simple I you know meet the person and come in their house that was going to be part of the show of the crux of it but the differentiating factor was going to be the you know kind of fantasy vignettes that I would be having sort of similar to a fantastical good eats old school good eats where there'd be cutaways where I'd have like a crazy song about the sauce we're making or like a weird Um, poem about tomatoes when sure. I dressed as a tomato plant or whatever. Right. Yeah. Um, those kinds of things to kind of make the show interesting and educational, and you know, be a showcase for for my personality outside yeah. of just being a good cook. Right. right? Yeah. 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 Um, so I, for the pilot we were shooting, I had a character that was the cheese cheerleader um, that was not specific to any sort of kind of cheese at right. all. I know. Like when you, when you hear this and you know my story with Wister you're like,
1: this what? is awesome. Yeah. Like,
0: so I I already had. So I mean, obviously I was ready to go. So I had sure. all, uh, all the props already. I had the cheese skirt the skirt with the oh cheese my goodness. I had the yellow yes. pom-poms. <laughs> I had everything like ready, the tights, everything ready to go. Yeah. And for I'm thinking to myself, like what I might as well just, you know. I don't remember my exact thought process, but I said, you know, I have this character ready to go. Yeah. I can just customize it to Wiss, make a little silly something and see what happens. Yeah. So I uh, went to Michael's and I, I bought just a an orange t shirt and some uh-huh. iron on letters that said Wiss. I ironed them on. Uh, they were out of eyes. So if you've seen my video or if you want to link to the video in this, there's the, the eye is a one because there weren't any eyes yes. and it's like yeah. all kind of off center and everything. But, um, so I made the video with my really good friend, Jr. He was the first person that I yeah. saw, like first friend that I saw oh, yeah, in okay. four or five months. So right. I was terrified. I go from nothing to someone at my home.
1: Right. I was like,
0: oh, was like
1: really weirded Picture out. Picture hazmat suit on.
0: Exactly. It was, it was very strange. I'm like <laughs> I had been so anti-everything. And then here right. he comes and he's such a sweet person and everything was fine. But I was right. like, sorry, I'm acting so weird. Oh. So he comes, I had the whole treatment and everything done, shot list. He comes and right. shoots the whole thing on his phone. He has like the fanciest iPhone. So he came and sure. shot everything for me.
1: Right. And
0: right after we, sh- you know, we're making the editing list. One of our friends was editing right. it. We're making the editing list. We're sitting on my couch and I go, we had such a great shoot. You know, it was like three hours or something. It was very, the the finished product is like a minute and a half or whatever. Right. And um, I'm sitting there with him on the couch and I'm like, I really I feel like I could win this like I, I just have this funny feeling like like I could win this and he was yeah. like I don't know I mean <laughs> it's like a national contest it's like in uh, mind this like... Is someone we like love each other right, 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 right. yeah 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 he's, he's trying to be the realistic person of like well you know it's a national Me. thing
1: Right. Whatever.
0: But I really I'm not like that normally. Like I know I'm a very like outspoken, loud person, blah, blah, blah. But I am not someone who's like, I'm gonna win everything and I'm right, right. to the top of the heap. I actually have a lot of self-confidence issues and mm. I have a lot of um internal uh struggle with, mm. with feeling like I'm the champion, like right. in such an audacious way, right? Um and so, but I really felt that with this. And so then, you know, a week later, so we submitted and uh, about three weeks later, I, they emailed me to say I was a finalist and they interviewed wow. me over Zoom and I interviewed in my ch- cheese cheerleader outfit, like a dork, like such a dork. I like appeared <laughs> on the Zoom as the character. were awesome. Was, oh my God, we love it. And then I won. And That's
1: I won. so yeah. cool.
0: Fifty-five hundred entries.
1: Really? Wow.
0: Yeah. Oh my goodness!
1: And it's wisps. W-h-i-s-p-s. Yes. Wisps. That's
0: correct. They are wisped cheese crisps. is an all cheese snack. Um, it is gluten-free and the ones that are single cheese only, only have that cheese. And then there's some other really good flavors with delicious powdered yeah. seasonings on them. Um, they're really, really good. Um, so I'm also happy that I happen to genuinely love eating them. Yeah, yeah. to just like, yeah, yeah, I'm the spokesperson, but no, I actually genuinely love to eat them too. So. Yeah.
1: Well, and it's an yeah. alternative crunchy, non gluten-free yummy thing, right? That's like, right.
0: That's right. No carbs or yeah. also, you know, if you don't care about any of that stuff, it's it's also just a super high protein snack yeah um there's about 20 i think 20 or 22 grams of protein per bag and that's wow. only about 300 calories so um it's a great protein boost. that's a too. lot yeah yeah so i mean that's about the same it's a little bit more calories but it's about the same amount of protein as say a protein bar yeah so if you don't want to have a protein bar just eat a bunch of cheese
1: so yeah And they're crunchy and (laughs) yummy. Yeah. That's, that's so fun. I've loved watching. So Haley's got a brilliant Instagram. Um, that's so fun. So I've been like seeing all of your stuff there. And is that sort of the deal as far as the, the, I guess the influencer part of it, is it like do stuff on Instagram and Twitter and stuff. Is that part yeah, of it? Like, yeah, that's definitely
0: part of it. It's funny because I'm uh I'm not like a influencer really. Okay, like, fair. I'm not, okay. I'm not just in my own personal mind, yeah, yeah, like, yeah. I don't see myself like that because right. I was um, you know, going back to Home Cooked, I only mm. joined Instagram like three years ago for Home Cooked. Right. I was not on Instagram prior to that. Mm. Um, I have a Twitter account that's kind of like a self-parody at this point. I literally <laughs> changed it to say self-parody account, like a <laughs> Year ago because I realized oh I can't tie this to my to my business I my right. Instagram is now Haley Fan Club because I'm like this is just for me this is yeah. not a corporate account right this is my personal lame nonsense and I love it so much <laughs> um but yeah it is funny kind of making the journey into being a yeah. bit of a of an influencer at least mm-hmm. in that category because. Yeah. Um, it's, it wasn't like an official part of the prize per right. se, okay. but it was really cool because once I won and I started meeting everyone internally at WIS, uh side note, Wisps is a female founded female run company oh, cool. with like 75% women in C-level positions. So that's like another yeah. really exciting awesome. reason for me. Yeah, to be involved because I was, uh, my pilot shoot was all female filmmakers. Mm. Uh, I was really adamant about that when I, you know, was almost going to make a pilot and didn't, um, yeah. but I, uh, I had all female filmmakers there. So uh, that's just a fun bonus for me. I didn't know that going in. Yeah. So when I started meeting with them, the CEO and the VP of marketing and all the higher-ups there, uh, they were like, you know, when when we planned this contest, we had this, you know, tiny little box and you're all the way over here. So we don't know what we're going to do. And <laughs> do. So it's, That's awesome. It's been a cool journey to be able to have opportunities with them that yeah. I feel like maybe someone else wouldn't have had. And I feel very validated that my personality and my sure. um Uh, charisma with them led me to have some more opportunities with them. So hopefully that'll be more and more because, you know, I've had several phone calls with them about you know, if there wasn't if if there wasn't COVID, we'll fly you to New York to do this. So we'll fly you to our, uh, sure. uh, you know, where we make the cheese in Wisconsin and do this. And I had all the, you know, I sent them so many pitches and so many ideas, and right. so much of it is just not safe or possible right now. So yeah, it's it's, it's a bizarre thing. I, I don't want to detract from the fact that it it renewed my creative energy. Sure, yeah, which yeah, is really important. Right. Um, I went on to shoot the intro to the pilot mm-hmm. just this past winter it's not Yay. edited yet but okay um, that's i can't wait for you to see that because yeah. i uh i collect aprons and so i did this very cool kind of stop Fun. motion situation with the intro with my aprons and um, it came out great jr yeah. again my great friend shot yeah, yeah, yeah. Me. um so the the renewal in the creative energy it had for yeah. me professionally is just unmatched i just yeah. i could not be more pleased that i had this opportunity and that and that they saw me you yeah. know, I felt I felt really unseen in uh overall in mm-hmm. LA because yeah. here you know it's 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 a monster of a different kind. It's it's yes. a beast that you're not familiar with until you start to kind of wade through those trenches, right? Agreed. And yeah, the, the particular uh way you have to scratch and claw to the top in Los Angeles is, yep. is very uh, intense. Mm -hmm. And I sometimes felt like I wasn't fitting in. I'm the type of person that, you know, I can, I can light up a room, but then does, does the person actually making the monetary decisions give a shit? I don't know, you know? So yeah, yeah, it it was validating on a larger level for me. And I felt like it came at a time in my journey with my trajectory that I
1: really needed it. Yeah. That's awesome. Thank you. Wisps.
0: Thank you, Wisp, for ladies, validating me. You know, thank thank you the I mean, like Wisp,
1: like that's freaking awesome. I'm very grateful like, to them, yeah. yeah, that's super cool and a cool yeah. product. And you know, mm-hmm. like that's super. You know, I have to ask you. Um, tell me about your glasses.
0: Oh, okay, let's talk about it. Yeah, um, my glasses are real. If anyone is watching and is not sure, yeah. they are a prescription. Um, I got them. Uh, let's see, seven or eight years ago now, uh-huh. and um. But I, and I wore I've worn glasses since I was ten.
1: Okay. And
0: I have worn contacts the majority of the time prior to that. So mm-hmm. or after that, excuse me. Mm-hmm. So I started wearing contacts around fourteen. I didn't really wear glasses much and then when I was just before I moved to LA like maybe 6 months or so I was still okay. living in Oakland I had this really intense reaction one morning I woke up and I I couldn't really open my eyes like they were stinging and burning I couldn't mm-hmm. see I had to go to the emergency room I was terrified I'm like what's happening to me no other symptoms prior to this mm-hmm. I go to the emergency room they're checking me out they have to send me to a an eye doctor specialist cuz they right. like we don't Know what's happening to you? I'm like, am I going blind? They're like, maybe we don't know. Oh my! Goodness. Um, long story short, I ended up getting a bacterial infection in my eyes because I was wearing my contacts while swimming in a freshwater lake the week before. Oh, so I, wow. have, you know, I used to have the 30 day kind of contacts where you take them out, put them in yeah the the bacteria attached to the contact and then started eventually attacking my eye oh my and gosh. i would have gone blind had <gasps> i not gone to the emergency room wow so i i will never ever ever forget this my eye doctor saying to me when i'm like why what happened with you know the bacteria and everything yeah, yeah. Like, but it's not like a he, he just goes i guess you're just unlucky because it was just one of those, like, you know, X amount of people per year get this bacteria. And I'm oh like, I'm goodness. one of the X, hello. Uh, yeah. So at first they were like, you can never wear contacts again. I had, uh, I had to wear, um, I'm sorry. I had to use eye drops in my eye, like three different kinds every hour on the hour that I was awake for like three months. Wow. Uh, bear in mind, I'm still like, you know, I hosted trivia at the time. I'm still like hosting trivia. I'm, still, I'm like, hold on. <laughs> right. I gotta do, yeah, 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 you know, and, um, you know, every month I'm going back to the doctor, et cetera, et cetera. Long story short, six months later, I'm getting ready to move to LA. I'm having my final appointment with that eye doctor, and he's like, "Okay, maybe you know you're 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 really doing okay. You're you're doing well with the course of treatment. Mm-hmm. You know, I six months at that point, just intense, crazy. It was only the first three months. It was every hour on the on the hour, and then I think, but it still, times a day. It was so intense. And um, then he says, maybe you can start to wear contacts again, but I wouldn't recommend it. At the time, I was just wearing my backup glasses, which, right. of course, were still like you know, dark pink with jewels on them. I mean, they were still me. (laughs) (laughs) They were like completely different. So then when I'm like, okay, if if I can't wear contacts every day anymore Mm -hmm. because of my eye health, I'm going to find the best fucking glasses that anyone has ever (laughs) seen. And I
1: did. And yeah, you I. did. Like, yeah, and boom. And, and I love them. your logo
0: <laughs> with yes, them, thank too. You.
1: That's so thank you. That's so, from a brand perspective, like, I love your branding and marketing. You know, I just, thank I think you. it's, I think it is excellent so
0: I'm I'm very very flattered to hear that thank you so much my friend brilliant artist and graphic designer Susie Kelly my friend from college of Down Designs she designed my logo and she did such an amazing job I had never done anything like that before I knew I had a very clear vision of of more or less how I wanted it to appear Mm -hmm. but I was so new to branding and logo design and all that stuff I had trouble communicating it a little bit Mm -hmm. and we went through I mean, in the grand scheme of things, I think it's a very small number of iterations, but I think we went through sure. like maybe 15 or 16 iterations
1: mm-hmm. uh,
0: of the design because right. I just was having trouble uh, putting into words what I wanted. And then mm-hmm. I'm so happy with the final product. She's amazing. She's yeah. someone I went to college with and have a strong friendship with still and yeah. and did such a great job. She does all kinds of other brilliant logo design for restaurants and, yeah. and products cool. and um thank you for acknowledging the logo. I love yeah,
1: it. No, yeah, no, I love it. I love, um, yeah. yeah, no, I think, you know, cause we met a couple of years ago now and, and I think, you know, you were sort of kind of a year into what you are doing and, and all of that other stuff. So it's been fun to watch your journey, you know, like change and you're Thanks. doing different things in the website and logo and stuff like that. And then, yeah. then, you know, and then this, flipping pandemic um you know uh (laughs) but you also you know uh you're saying trivia it's like that's something else that was part of your livelihood is you're a host you're a mc you're a you know bring me in for corporate for parties for whatever you know and that all you're like get me back to my get me back to my stage right yeah
0: it's it's funny because i you would think it would seem so obvious as I was talking about, oh, I really love doing the cooking classes and events and it's so much yeah. fun. I, I didn't internally connect the dots between how much I loved hosting trivia for years. Right. I mean, that was my only job for a while. You know, I, I was. Where so are you lucky. doing that? I was doing that in the Bay. So I did that. That's um, right. Okay. I was living in Oakland. I yeah. did it mostly in San Francisco and okay. some in Oakland in the North Bay as well. Okay. I worked for a company called Brainstormer there. Uh, and uh, they were okay. so good to me. And um, I was known as the quiz princess. I wore a tiara to work every night. <laughs> um for real i, I had a it. collection yeah, yeah. of like a dozen tiaras i was in like a local newspaper in my that's tiara great. outfit when yeah, there was yeah. an article about trivia and stuff like it was very fun it was my first twitter handle was at quiz princess that's why okay. i joined twitter right it was at quiz princess um you know i had a very loyal following and it was it was very fun i was perfect for me and and yeah. like i said it was my main job i didn't yeah. have any other job at the time and right Part of that is a testament to the bay, where you can, you know, yes. post trivia yeah, 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 right. every night, and that's all you do. Right, right. You get by. You <laughs> Completely.
1: Yeah, 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 yeah. I lived in uh, yeah. Sebastopol, up in oh, Sonoma I love County. Oh, I'm up there. Yeah, they yeah, make yeah, yeah. a lot
0: of really great cheeses in that area. Yes, a lot they of do. Beautiful yes, farmstead cheeses.
1: In yep, that area. absolutely. I'm like Point Reyes Blue and the Cowgirl Creamery out town. Tam- yes. Yeah, yes. I my favorite commercial of all time, bar none, of anything is the one where it's the little girl and the it's christmas morning and like the the place is filled with presents and the little girl is there with the parents and and they're like what did you give santa did you, did you give santa's cookies and she was like no i didn't give him santa's cookies i gave him cheese that's right, oh, right? Yeah. that is like so proud the best yes and it's the, from the cheese you know board or whatever like yeah. it's the, yeah like it's like
0: real california yeah, cheese, cheese yes yeah.
1: i I behold the power. It's because their 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 tagline was Behold the Power of Cheese.
0: Oh yes. I believe. Oh my god. So I'm the, YouTube that right after this. Yeah,
1: this goes back, but that is like, yeah, I'm a cheese lover too. Absolutely.
0: So. To to the bitter yeah. end. Yeah, too. kind of
1: just yeah. yeah. It doesn't stay long in the refrigerator, that's for mm-hmm. sure. So <laughs> yeah, definitely. It's wow. The, that's part part so cool life. about the trivia. So like I was like, yeah. wait a minute, that's like a big big chunk of you know, identity and who you were and stuff. Where's the performing come from? Where's the performer stuff come from?
0: Oh God, that's innate. That's definitely something I've always had. I was such a huge ham as a kid. I mean, you know, to those that know me now, they're like, what do you mean were? Yeah. Yeah. What's wrong with you? But imagine this times ten thousand. As a right. child, I was yeah, yeah. very hammy. I always loved performing. I mean, you know, my mom loved musicals, but she wasn't like um, into performing herself necessarily. Right. Mm-hmm. She was more of an appreciator. And yeah. so I wasn't pushed into it by either my parents. My dad worked in classical music and still ah, does to okay. an extent. So I have a strong music background in my family. Mm-hmm. Uh, but as far as performing go, it was it was just all me i just absolutely yeah. loved it from birth yeah. i always was a ham i always wanted to be like doing a silly little song or right. performing or being weird or whatever so i started doing uh plays and theater and stuff as a kid gotcha. i went to theater camp i did uh-huh. all the musicals okay. i mean yeah. you name it you know i yep. do community theater you name it i did it so right. I, there was i definitely went through that point in my early twenties after college of thinking like, am I going to move to New York and pursue Broadway? Or am I going to move to LA? I I have had all of those thoughts of, am I going to be an actor? Am I going to be a Broadway star, blah, blah, blah. And it's funny that you key—well, it's not funny, but it's excellent that you keyed into the hosting and emceeing aspect because yeah. that is my powerhouse. That is where my yeah. power comes from—is—is is using my real natural personality in a heightened capacity as a host or MC yeah. or yeah. the you know ringleader of the show, mm-hmm. so to speak. Yeah. Um. And and that's where I shine the most. Yeah. And So using combining that with cooking is something right. I never thought I yeah. would do, and I never. Envisioned, I think, partially because cooking has, um, I've worked in restaurants and all of that, you know, just right. so your audience knows, I do have a real culinary background, for yeah. real. Uh-huh. i actually cooked in restaurants, managed <laughs> restaurants, all of that yeah. is is part of my background. Right. But, because that's part of my background, I never thought that I would want to do that professionally
1: as a career right.
0: path. Right. Um, it was something that I so much preferred as a hobby, as something mm-hmm. for me and my friends and family. Yep. And uh getting to combine that warm, cozy hobby feeling with the right. professional trajectory I've created with Home Cooked is I, I truly never imagined it. I, I yeah. didn't. It was something that seems so logical now mm-hmm. and seems so perfect for me now, but yeah. somehow I just didn't see it. You know, yeah. I didn't see it.
1: I, I get it. I mean, I my theater hoster, MC'er, you know, I mean, I I've just been doing it in tech. You yeah. know, like yeah, I
0: that's how it's manifested for you.
1: Yeah. I started putting up shows and producing events and all of that, and then I started hosting them and being the one bringing everybody on stage and then, you know? And so, yeah. So like, yeah. I totally get it. But it, I would, if you would have asked me this and this, huh? I would have been like, what? Yeah, exactly.
0: No. exactly. Yeah, exactly. I was, when I started home Cooked, the company I was working on prior to that, that I really thought was going to be my career path at the time was a conf- I called it confidence consulting for mm. men. I had, you know, I make no qualms about my illustrious dating history and everything. And I, I saw all of these men that needed that extra push to blossom into these mm-hmm. awesome people. Yeah. And so, um, that's the reason that my Instagram handle is at, she can help you. That was my original website was um, she can help you.com. I still own the domain, I think. Yes. Um, and a couple of, <laughs> I think oh god, a couple of other <laughs> domains similar to that. Right. And, um, that was what my original business was called was she can help you. And wow. it was about, um, male confidence and, uh, like one-on-one coaching and that sort of thing mm-hmm. specifically with men who felt like that they didn't have an opportunity to be their true selves. And that's, mm-hmm. uh, has nothing to do with what I'm doing now, but that's right. what I genuinely thought was going to be my career path. And yeah. you know, there—I guess you could say there's some similarities in home cooked because it does kind of, you know, give you that confidence that right. the, the food in your fridge that looks like nothing can be this great meal. Sure. Um, and and gives you these ideas and stuff. But yeah, I, I thought I was getting out of food forever. I had no wow. desire to to cook professionally, and uh, now,
1: yeah, and there you now. are. What's, what's on the
0: horizon, doll? What's on the horizon is editing the uh, intro to get that out to yep. uh, motivate me to actually figure out what the hell I'm going to shoot for the show. So right. on the horizon is figuring out what the home-cooked pilot is going to look like right. now that everything has changed and how that's going to affect Uh, what I choose to do. I Mm. will say the resurgence of absurdity in media has been absolutely (laughs) delicious for me. (laughs) I mean, I am like, thank God, every absurd thing, Barb and Star go to Vista Del Mar, the new waffles and mochi with Michelle Obama. I mean, I'm like, thank you, higher power, yeah. for creating this absurdity <laughs> at the forefront of media, because that only boosts <laughs> me higher.
1: Right. Yeah, 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 uh, it's validity, what, right? yeah. It's validity, right? It's
0: validity. I'm like, oh, thank God, my weird, creepy show is, is actually maybe going to see the light of day in some form, I hope. So yeah. look for me to figure out what the hell my pilot's even going to be at right. this stage and to hopefully see it somewhere at some point in some form uh, or to awesome. see me keep growing as as a host to see me yeah. keep growing as a food personality and uh and uh keep keep trying to achieve that bigger bigger life that i've always yeah. wanted
1: that's awesome hun i yeah. yeah it's super exciting ah yay i wow. know i'm like, excited
0: too i'm nervous but i'm excited. Yeah,
1: yeah no it's super good well here let me um give you my last question i ask everyone um it is uh so i'm always interested in moments sparks all of that if there's uh, person, place, thing, book, poem, song, I, food, maybe, I don't know, that seats you truly in kind of who you are in this very moment. Something that you want to share with our listeners.
0: I have been thinking about this since you posed the question I uh it's it's a nerve-wracking question of course Mm -hmm. it's it kind of leads you in a lot of different paths mentally but I'm so I'm so glad we spoke so much about the trivia and how defining that was for me because the the day I auditioned for that job I think really did set me down a path I was going through a phase at the time the 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 tiara thing came from me just wearing them in regular life at the time. I was like 25 or six, and I was just kind of going through this phase of wearing, you know, living in the Bay, wearing tiaras as part of my life. (laughs) And so I show up to this audition, which is just co-hosting the trivia that night with the owner of the company there uh, in one of my tiaras, just because I'm like, this is what's happening in a dress and whatnot. And, you know, I'm doing the little bits he gives me to do for the audition. And at the end, he basically is like, "You well, you obviously have the job. But then he says, you know, I really like the Tiara. I think you should keep that. And like he kind of crowned me the Chris right. Princess yeah. right then and there. Right. And so that I think back to that moment because... It shows that I showed up as my authentic, weird, bizarre self and um, this this person in charge of making decisions believed in me and encouraged yeah. me to live further and and go deeper into that reality. And then right. I spent three years making my living as the quiz princess every night. Wow so that was that was a defining validating moment to to combine yeah. your your authenticity with mm-hmm. your marketability.
1: Yeah, and someone seeing you That's when right. you're it's, doing that—that's
0: exactly right. I uh, I have I'm very very lucky that I have no problem with people seeing me in everyday life. You know, mm-hmm. peers and friends sure. and in my yeah. social circle, I don't have a problem feeling seen. But I do have. Um, personal subconscious limitations I place on myself about being seen in a larger capacity. And so when those larger voices see me, I feel very validated and it really pushes me to to keep going
1: and keep expanding. That's awesome. Thank you, uh, Quizmaster. Here we go. Yeah.
0: Thank you, Quizmaster, for your belief. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. These these touch points in my life uh, really helped.
1: Yeah. I think, well, and it's, it's, it's nice. I, I, I I asked the questions because I feel like, so we gloss over things, I think sometimes, you know, and don't quite remember when maybe something monumental happened. And sometimes it's, I don't know, it's a sentence that somebody said to you, but those things can change the course of everything, you know? And I, so absolutely, I I'm fascinated absolutely. by these things. No, so. I love, I mean,
0: I was fascinated by thinking about it because yeah. I think there could potentially be other answers to the sure. same question if oh, you're yeah. looking at it differently. Yeah. yeah. And it, I really was thinking like, what, what was the moment that solidified that who I am inherently Mm -hmm. was what was going to help me in my career path. So strongly, I, as bizarre as it sounds to say now, because again, it seems so obvious, right? Right. I I didn't, um, I live with me every day, right? I'm not phased by me and my personality. I've made peace with it. I understand it. I have Mm self-awareness. So to, to be, Uh, seen as, as this special thing by people in a place that can make decisions to improve my life is, is just, I mean, it it changed everything. It really changed everything. And now I feel so confident combining the two and not feeling like I have to just uh, quell that personality or anything. I mean. Goes as far, it's as recently as I did a uh, Food Network competition show mm. eight months into doing Home Cooked. Horrible time in my life, going through like a two year breakup. I was more broke than I'd ever been, mm. crying every day. You know, I wasn't uh, having a good mental health time, everything. Yeah. And I got called in to do this show. And I, you know, in my head, I'm thinking I need to be this perfect personality on the show, just like this, because that's the only thing about me that's lovable or meaningful at all. And I just like bombed. I did terrible and it was a bad experience. All I mean, not to say it was a bad experience. I'm so, so grateful to be chosen. Truthfully, I can now say my national television debut was on the Food Network, a dream come true absolutely amazing but yeah it was just um I was in a really bad place and I yeah. was um putting out energy that was not authentic to who right. I am thinking that I needed to be in another thing in order to be
1: right good chosen or, or whatever or chosen. Yeah, yeah yeah, exactly right yeah. And it
0: was just um I I combine. you know we we all have that professional polished side to ourselves right sure. so now yeah. I kind of combine that into the real me, um, yeah. or anything I'm doing. And it's, it's, it makes me so much happier.
1: Yeah. You're a delight, by the way, you know, that you're Am amazing. I? Yes, you yeah. are. Yes. Okay. You're right. So you're right. yes, absolutely. <laughs> and I could talk to you for hours. This is great. I know, and I'm so many kinship sort of things too you know that i'm like ah yay so i felt that when we met immediately anyway i
0: did too i yeah. did too I'm, I'm happy you felt that too because i yeah, felt that when we
1: met totally also. so it's awesome so keep watching and uh the instagram y'all is there all the time um and you're and and wisps everybody needs to try them i mean you know absolutely so yes. and
0: I am at She Can Help You. Wisps yes. is at Wisps Snacks yeah. on Insta. And um, just stay tuned because I don't know how this path is going to unfold either. So we can all <laughs> discover it together.
1: <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Giddy up, everybody. So, yeah. yeah, absolutely. Well, thank you so much for being on the show and sharing your story with our listeners, Haley. I appreciate it. So,
0: thank you, Heather. It was a real, real pleasure. And I'm happy we got to do it together. No,
1: yeah, me too. Absolutely. All right, everybody. That has been another episode of the Maven's do it better podcast and here is to another beautiful day on this big blue spinning sphere thanks everybody thanks Haley. the original music on this podcast was created by jesse case